Hello everybody, Matt here. Um, just a quick little update. Um, this podcast needed to be quite heavily edited um, because Orm's uh, audio was quite quiet. Um, unfortunately, I didn't know this till after the fact of putting it out and then re-listening to it back on Spotify. Um, shout out to Chris over at the PR Trail for pointing this out. Um, I've done my best to try and uh, clean up the audio as much as I can. Please do bear with it because this is a great conversation. Orm are a fantastic band. Um, shout out to those guys. Shout out to Chris for, for letting me know that the audio was a little bit uh, a little bit quiet on their end. Um, I've done as much as I can. Please do bear with it. And uh, normal service will be resumed next time. Thanks. Hiya. Welcome back to the Nevermind Polly podcast. My name is Matt. I am your host. And we chat to rock and metal bands from around the world. How are you all doing? How are you all living? I hope you're all doing fantastically wherever you are listening to this podcast right now. We appreciate you for checking out the show. If you are an an old school subscriber to the show, welcome back, friends. If you are new here, welcome to the party. Where have you been? We've been doing this since 2020, motherfuckers. Yeah, we've been doing this for a long time. Um, This, (laughs) sorry. This um, this podcast, this episode, is with the fantastic Orm. I sat down with Tom, Jimmy, and Luke of the band Orm to chat all about their fantastic yet very difficult brand new debut record, which is self-titled Orm. And the reason why it's difficult because they are Hertfordshire's slowest uh, power trio, as they put in their uh, in their press release. Um, they are a drone metal band um and if you are into hard music like this music is difficult to get your head around but once you get inside it once you get kind of past the initial like length of the record as well it really really does reward you with some fantastic fantastic uh, nuggets of, of brilliance and uh this bit like this podcast really every so often you get a fantastic interview like this interview here with Tom, Jimmy, and Luke of the band Orm. I want to do a massive shout out to uh, PR Trail, uh, Chris over there for sending across the record and for championing uh, just really, really interesting music over there. You're doing a fantastic job. And um, yeah, we hope you enjoy the podcast. I want to do a massive shout out to uh, everyone for listening to previous episodes. If you haven't already, I uh, checked out the last week's episode, which was the Burning Witches episode. That was fantastic. Um, and previous podcasts we've done the last couple of weeks include Pendulum. Uh, we've had Delane on the show. We've had the Bastard Preachers. We have had so many fantastic guests. There is a whole wealth of content coming as well. Um, I'm due to sit down with Tim Lambesis from... Uh, as I dying and born through fire I'm due to sit down with unearth I'm due to sit down with grave pleasures so much fantastic stuff and also just so much stuff I was gonna say the band that I'm not allowed to talk about yet that have uh, been recorded but uh it's all to come on the Nevermind Polly podcast anyway I'm gonna shut up and stop ruining this intro and let you listen to my conversation with Orm enjoy guys welcome back to the nevermind poly podcast my name is matt i'm your host and we chat to rock and metal bands from around the world 
And this week we have got a very, very special guest, a guest that I've been listening to their records for the majority of today and also yesterday. And I still haven't finished it. I'm sorry, gents. That's the way I'm going to start this interview. <laughs> I've got the lovely gents in the band Orm on the show. Is that, have I said that correctly? Yeah. Fantastic. That was that's that's phase one out of the problem out of the way. Um, how are we doing? How's things, everybody? Everybody okay? Uh, yeah, good. Good, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome yeah, stuff. Good. Awesome <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so we're sharing a microphone today, so it'll be like <laughs> it, it's all good. It's all good. Um, so I wanted to really start at the beginning because I feel like that's a really good place to start normally, but before we do that, I want to talk obviously a little bit about the self-titled record, which will be out very soon as this podcast goes out, so this will go out in April. This isn't being recorded in March. So podcasting land can be a little bit confusing. But any case, um, your brand new debut record, it's 95 minutes long. It's two tracks. Um, It's a hell of a beast, to be honest. Um, It's one of those things where I said in the pre-intro to this that I recorded earlier today that it was like the first couple of listens was like, nope. I'm just not getting it. Like, I know it's good, but I just, it's like such a hard exterior shell to break. But I'm only now kind of getting a handle on it. So I want to know, firstly, why? And secondly, (laughs) I do like it, by the way, just for clarity, I do like the record. It's just very difficult. Um, Yeah. So what what sort of uh, inspired you to do the whole Doom, the whole drone thing? What's the reasoning behind that as a band? Firstly, why not do it? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I, th- I think I know at the start it was. I think it's because, well, when it started off with me and Luke, who because we met at university, and we For sure. quite liked experimental music. We always wanted, to, and we always wanted to do something together. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we finally got in a room uh, to do something, because we, we had no idea what we were going to do, <laughs> it just it just came out as drone because I've been a huge fan of um. Like bands like Bong for mm-hmm. a while, and I thought, why not give it a go? And um, and that, I think even after that first practice, I booked our first gig <laughs> for, the, for the year after. It's just like we have to bring this to the people, Amazing. <laughs> whether they like it or not. It's not necessarily what they want, but yeah, but you know, anyway. but you know what? There is there is loads of like quote unquote popular genres out there. Um, drone, unless there is a massive shift in the popularity of drone, I don't think it's ever going to be that. So just being <laughs> the, the best at what you guys do is probably the next best thing that you can kind of do. And then, like I say, it's a very difficult record, but it's so rewarding. It's it's like once you kind of like, and so in the, I don't like to sort of talk too much about the PR side of it, but in the in the press release it's sort of someone has written there saying it's a bit like going for a lot some good album to listen to on a long dark drive i mean to be honest i would probably go and like you know do some dad, uh, dodgy shit to that because like it's very moody it's a very moody record but that's a good thing if you're a yeah, fan of like metal that, i think it's just great yeah with that little sentence i think afterwards we're like wait we don't actually want people driving and listening to this because <laughs> yeah. it could be very dangerous because <laughs> when, we, when we even when we've been like re-listening to it over again over and over again we'll, mm. we'll end up zoning out and yeah for sure I, I would advise don't listen to it in, while you're driving <laughs> certainly not while operating heavy machinery <laughs> yeah unless you've had like a nice long sleep and you're like right okay i can do this <laughs> 
if, if that's if that's not printed like where they say like the parental advisory sticker like do not handle <laughs> while you are listening to this band then you, you're doing something wrong i think <laughs> i mean that's the album that's the next album title lured into death surely like there you go I'll, you can pay me the royalties on that one <laughs> um so I wanted to talk about kind of the early years in you guys in terms of growing up around music because I said this on a podcast I've done a couple of days ago. I don't I don't trust and I don't understand people who don't like music. I understand some people just they don't have it, but for me personally, it's such a such an integral part of my life that I just think people are like, What do you mean you don't what do you mean you don't like music? Or you're like, Yeah, I'll just listen to whatever's in the charts, which is fine. I'm not a chart hater, but do you know what I mean? It's like Huh, strange. So where did your journey sort of begin in terms of uh, music- musicianship? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, just playing guitar at 14 and then because I, I think when I got into music, it was, for me, it was mostly like classic rock, like mm-hmm. Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin, ACDC, all that kind of stuff, and then getting into punk. But then when I think for my first band, we were like a rubbish sort of grungy band and that was a big learning experience and it's just been developing ever since really so i think actually when i was in that band started getting more into stone stone rock doom metal all that kind of jazz mm. um yeah and that's pre- pretty much been stuff along those lines since for me i mean i'm i think all of us have quite wide music tastes so it's not just i don't just listen to Stone Doom or whatever, there's like more experimental stuff, more um, I don't know, like ambient, like post rock or, or or other things. But yeah, um, that's me quickly summing up. <laughs> no, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, do you want to get a loop? Yeah, all right then. <clears throat> um, oh, uh, <laughs> what was my story? Um, yeah, no, I, I'm I'm not totally sure. I remember I started playing piano at an early age and. Then I was pl- playing drums not too long after that, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, just just yeah, it's just always always been there. Um, but yeah, I was in I was into um, into a lot of rock early on, um, and then sort of uh, as I aged, <laughs> went <clears throat> moved further and further towards uh, metal. Uh, but yeah, still a lot of. Uh, um prog rock and a lot of um math rock and that sort of thing for me uh being a drummer it's it, it's you know time signatures and all that sort of thing uh what really excites me so uh, nice, yeah. nice. to be fair we have forced a lot of metal on you since you <laughs> <laughs> um i i didn't really like i don't come from like a musical like family background or anything like that i think i'm the first like musician in like my whole family to be honest but i got into metal around the age of like 15 16 like it was sort of a brief flirtation with the new metal stuff and then not long i think the second album i bought was like a deicide album mm-hmm. um, so i went from like slipknot straight to deicide and just forgot about slipknot but um like yeah i mean i always said like you know i want to because i would hang around with musicians and stuff like i used to hang around with uh uh rao from Enet shikari like back in the day, but used to get sort of pad on the head like ah oh, you'll never be a musician kind of thing 
yeah yeah i know but well showed him but um <laughs> but no i mean like yeah my friends started getting me into you know sort of slower stuff and then just graduating you just you just delve more and more and more and stuff and just kind of yeah just always really liked the bass and just kept going with it and kept exploring different stuff and then found tom <laughs> eventually <laughs> and then this uh, yeah I love that. I was going to say the fact the fact that you guys have sort of uh, cross references in terms of stuff that you were listening to when you were growing up was things like Pink Floyd and things like that. Uh, it kind of it does make some sort of sense because there there is a lot of like like I say it's a lot of revealing. That that's probably the word of the day in the terms of this podcast is is a, you know that it kind of goes through passages you know and it's it's such a, a lovely thing in, in you know and don't get me wrong like people who listen to this podcast gone, oh yeah, I'll check them out. Like, do not be put off straight away. That, that's why we went there. I said, like, just work with it. Like, because it does, it takes a certain type of, if you're listening to, I don't know, I don't want to write anybody off now, but um, should we say, I don't know, I'm trying to think of like, give me, chuck me a mainstream rock band. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Uh, bring me the horizon. That's the first there we go. There, there we go. Bring me the horizon. You, you're going to potentially have a bit of a, not a bad time, but you might struggle you might be like, oh, okay, this is a different end of the schedule. <laughs> but it, it's all it's all for the all for the love, um, which is really, really cool. So I wanted to ask, are you guys planning on taking this on the road and things? Because I'd be really interested to see it live. Like yes, uh, that battle uh, said. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think definitely it's this is something to I think it's definitely something you'd want to experience live because it's completely different from just hearing it on record. When you're there live, you feel you feel the frequencies, and it and it people people have been trancing out to our sets. Like I had a mate of mine who saw us twice. Mm-hmm. The first time, it was just like I I didn't realize you were you were on for half an hour. <laughs> I thought it was like ten minutes. And then the second time he saw us before we went on, he said, "Um, right, yeah, that's, that's it. so right. I'm not gonna zone out to this. I'm not. I'm not." And then we looked over at him during the set, and he's just going, "Ah." Oh, um but yeah no we are taking this on the road so um, we're doing our album launch at helgi's Mm -hmm. hackney probably well my personal favorite bar in all of london it's like if a hammer horror film became a bar Mm -hmm. best best bar in london yeah yeah in our opinion yes other Mm -hmm. other bars uh, may may vary but (laughs) (laughs) um yes we're doing that and then we've also been confirmed for a show at uh, felfoot woods up Mm -hmm. in the lake district That'll be in May. Amazing. Um, yeah, so we're really looking forward to that because we've we've oh, we've wanted to I've I've wanted to go to Felford Woods for a long time. So um that'll be exciting. And then we have I know there's another show, yeah, Rotherham that, that yeah, uh, at Rotherham at the Hive. Uh, it's it's not been announced yet, but um yeah, we, that'll be a good one. That, that's that's the week after our album launch. And I mean, then, uh, yeah, we'll just see what else comes through and trying to get other gigs booked as well so uh yeah ho- hopefully if you would like to come see us live you know uh, absolutely yeah, I'm, I'm going to try my darnest to be there that's for sure oh, um, Thank you. no absolutely i was going to say i, I want to know as well because this record is a vibe and that that's that's that that's the thing it's a very atmospheric very vibey record how do you guys as three people in a band get into that headspace that vibe what was what your kind of influences like big and small to get into that headspace uh well i know for at least me and jimmy there's like the kind of well 
on a sort of like horror film influence as well, yeah. and uh, like just listening to a lot of like weird bands as well, and just I don't know when you do it. I don't know when you when you just do it. It you it's get like a meditation. Yeah, yeah, it's like meditation. Like you just <laughs> when you do it, you just suddenly get in that zone. So even even when we've gone a long time without practicing, we'll have like one practice, like one we'll start droning away, and we'll just go ah oh, ah oh, oh god <laughs> so, so yeah i mean it just it just happens really doesn't it yeah really. it's, a, it's a bit it's a bit easy for easier for me because i don't start drumming for I, I was then about to say you have a you have a lovely little 10 minute before break when everyone else yeah. on stage you're like oh i'll be on in a minute lads just let me just do my stretches yeah, yeah. <laughs> i get i get to do a little meditation at the start of every set for sure <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it, it's yeah, it's it's very easy to to sort of get into in, into that vibe when when these two are droning droning away, and I just sort of drift off, and then I'm like, oh no, I have to actually play at some point. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my question is not not to throw you under the but under the bus, Luke, but uh, how annoyed would the other two be if you just completely missed your cue after sitting there for six and a half seven minutes? <laughs> uh, well, I mean. I, uh, in most instances i am the cue so oh that's all right then. they don't that's... do anything until i start <laughs> that's fair that's fair um so i, I want to ask right and you got you guys are british right i've got that correct yes amazing because sometimes people don't other other nations don't understand my british humor so and my sarcasm more to the point so when I'm a big famous podcaster and I can have all of the bands that play um, my, my dream festival, basically, because they've all been on the podcast, they're all mates of mine, you can all come down and have a good old time. I'll tell you what, it'll be an eclectic bill. That's straight up the bat. You guys, I'd like to know, what would you like to add to the dream rider? So currently, and again, this is going to get long, long on list by the end of the year. We've got things like sushi. We've got bean bags on there. We've got white wine. In fact, so I had an American deathcore band on who, shout out of Sulphur, who are brilliant and lovely. They said to me, um, we want a petting zoo, like a full-on petting zoo, right? Now, I don't know if it because he was American, he didn't quite get the concept of a petting zoo. I said, what would you have in your petting zoo? And he said, yeah, like a koala. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, it's, I was like, it's your, it's your dream, mate. You can make it happen. But I, was, I didn't know that was there. So what would you add to the dream rider? Ooh, um, I mean, you can have one each if you want, because there's three of you. So. Nice things, so it's a bit of a curveball. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know, maybe a little private cinema. Yeah. Really old Hammer Horror films on, on it. Yeah, on, yeah, like a projector with a canvas mm-hmm. and some old school, like, Hammer horror films and uh, and some like silent films, like plenty of yeah, plenty of popcorn as well. Loads of popcorn. I was I was in about to ask, what is your go to snack for cinemas? Because I think cinemas like long time have basically got it wrong because they give you crisps, popcorn, like nachos, anything that's super fucking loud. They don't give you like something that's not quiet. So so what is your go to? Is it just popcorn normally? For me, it's popcorn. Yeah. Um, Are you a sweet or a salty man? I'm both. I mean, that sounds like, like a weird, sounds like a weird question. <laughs> I swing both ways. <laughs> I like those. Uh, I like those aero bubble things that you get. Amazing. They're yeah, quiet yeah. and they're just yeah, they're nice. I can't stand popcorn. So I was going to say aero. aero. 
Aero is an underrated chocolate bar, in my opinion. It slaps. I'm with you on that one. I noticed your girlfriend the other day mentioned about, uh, it was like a Halloween podcast about Milky mm-hmm. Ways as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I picked up on it it's when I was saying, she picked up on it another time. She's like, yeah, I love Milky Ways. I was like, you never buy a Milky Way in your life. Literally. <laughs> when, like When you get them, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. they're actually good. <laughs> So we, we went, when, um, this is totally unpodcast related, but just I thought I'd say because you brought it up. We went to Aldi's shopping the other day and um, we got like, the bag of like the knockoff chocolates you can buy, like a 32 bag, like the little treat size. So good. Just talk about yeah, absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> I love that. Hey, what about you, Luke? What would you want for your rider? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Um, I do like nachos at the cinema though. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't care about anybody else's experience. Uh, as, as long as I can have nachos, I'm fine. That's a typical drummer response. I don't care about anybody else. I just need my shit sorted first. Yeah. As loud as possible as well. That's that's another drummer thing. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And also, so now that I'm a dream promoter and all the rest of it, I have access to every band who is around at this point in time, and I can book you on a three-band bill. What bands do you have on the bill? I might hand this over to Jimmy, because I think you've had a few ideas of your dream. You go first. I need to think. Oh, God, actually, that might... I'll go to you. Oh, no! I don't know. (laughs) It's it's just so much choice. I mean, any band. But it's got to be a band that's, like, still about... It's yeah, got to be a band that's active. That's the only rule. I, I would say, uh, your. I think we'd set Yob, everyone up yeah. really nicely to be devastated by your. Your was such a great band. I fucking yeah, love your. They're super cool guys and like massive. Uh, well, just yeah, massive inspiration. Many walks of life, really. Uh, I might add Om to that. Yeah. 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 yeah nice. Uh, you get you get a third choice then. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna display my uh, my lack of knowledge of doom bands now. Uh, <laughs> I think no. Well, I mean it's gonna be a bit of a left field answer, but um, yeah. I mean I might go for um, the Mars Volta. I knew you were gonna say yeah. Mars Volta. That was well out of left field. I love it. I love it. That's great. I was gonna say I'm... ideally early Mars Volta, but you know I'll take I'll take new Mars Volta. Absolutely. I, I'm I'm a big fan of having mixed bills. I think if you have like the same bill of the same sounding bands, it's like, yeah, cool, but like no one's really learning anything. No one's getting exposed to something different. It's just the same, like the same genre, if you see what I mean. Um, so that's super cool. I love that. Um, and speaking of that, so I'm pretty sure it was the the last Dying Fetus tour they just did. They had the hardcore band Nasty play with them, which I think is just like fucking great because the load of death metal kids are just like what the fuck? Why is everyone doing like karate? Like, what's going on? <laughs> Which again, it's just like it's just fun. I like I like that a lot. That's cool. That's cool. Um, is there anything that you would like to say to the people listening at home, um, people watching this on YouTube about your bands? Just in a sentence, if you can, just try and sum up what you guys are about and, and what what people can expect for the future. I said this wasn't going to be interrogation, but I feel like it is yeah, now. Sorry, um, sorry, lads. <laughs> oh, put us on the spot now because we. Okay. Yeah, you do it. <laughs> just, just sit back, chill, and immerse yourself in it. Just don't think about what's coming next. Mm-hmm. Just, just lose yourself in it. Don't think. 
don't don't do anything just just let it be whatever it's going to be and stick with it because mm. there is some there are like you know we reward the journey yeah thing, you know it, and like that's i think the best way really that i can describe it yeah. I, I i will say this for you and this isn't your words this is my words i'm not an advocate for doing drugs but if i was to do drugs you would be the band of choice to do drugs too. <laughs> I think we have said before that you don't need you don't need drugs to enjoy us, but no, absolutely, enhance it. Yes. it doesn't enhance it a lot. We've had there's been a couple of times we've played, haven't we? Where you can see, you can tell there's someone who's on something. And yeah, trying for sure. to walk forward. Is it, is it the red line? Yeah, and uh, someone's trying to walk forward, and then they're just hitting the sound barrier. So I'm mean, just wondering, just go. Uh. <laughs> yeah that's so yeah if, if we get if we see something like that we, we know that they're enjoying it yeah absolutely absolutely um gents thank you so much for your time have i missed anything is there anything that i need to to ask to plug to, to sort out i generally have it normally pretty nailed down but just in case i've forgotten something really massive or major um i think keeping well depending obviously when this podcast comes out so the pre-orders yeah. should be out by then so so that this will go out this will go out uh like this first second week of april okay well, like we, just before the album drops yeah well we should have the pre-orders out by then so um yeah we'll, we'll be having some bundles as well because it's coming out on cd and and cassette well, amazing oh and, and we have t-shirts as well but not just ordinary t-shirts glow in the dark t-shirts <laughs> love that so love if, that. If, if, if if yeah we want to grab your hands on some really cool t-shirts that'd be awesome um yeah uh and uh, yeah album launch at helgi's if anyone wants to come it's free entry as well so you don't have to Amazing. pay anything silly to get in and... if you don't like it just walk out peacefully <laughs> don't don't be a prick and start shouting stuff at us because yeah absolutely as it really are and, and, and i'll quite happily tell you to fuck off quite frankly you know, yeah you know, i think we... when, when i'm finished I'm not gonna yeah finish. absolutely yeah, when we finish yeah. it, it kind of ruins the flow if you go <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Although we have had some shows where, um, uh, like it started off quite crowded, and we've mm. all been a little bit nervous. Yeah. And then after like what ten minutes of our set, people realise that we're not just sound checking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but th- but then you're left with the dedicated people who are just like, whoa, yeah, I get this. <laughs> you know what? I, I I will I will end this podcast on, on this little anecdote, which I think is brilliant. And you know what? It's going to annoy me because. Um, I'm quite good friends with the band in Condra, the guys in Condra, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they played Bloodstock, right? And literally while they were sound checking, they just like done like, I don't know, like 30 seconds of just pure riffing. And then Brady just went, yeah, thanks, we're calling Condra. Just walked off. And people genuinely <laughs> thought that was the end of their set. <laughs> like they just played like 30 seconds. That was it. Like um, Connor's going to love he got a shout out on this podcast again. Like he's been on three times. Like g- give me a break. <laughs> the, the gig that we're playing in Rotherham, we're playing with their original bassist. Uh, he's, he's oh, amazing! Called the Grey, who are brilliant. Like um, that's old Andy. What's his face? His name isn't Fife. I think I think so. It's something like that, yeah. but it's Andy. Yeah. Andy, yes, I know. I have him. I have him on social media. That's why my brain just went. Oh, I know that band. Yeah, nice. Yeah, check absolutely. Yeah, no, they're they're amazing. And they're good guys as well amazing stuff amazing stuff well thank you so much for your time gentlemen i hope i wish you all the best with the album launch and everything else i'm sure people will lose their mind over it which they should do (laughs) um and like i say is there anything you want to add anything you want to say at the end 
Um, there are riffs in it. Just watch. Just listen. Just wait. There's yeah, you have absolutely. riffs. You just have to be have patient. Riff. Yeah, absolutely. They're fucking devastating. So do it. And they they do do it. They're good riffs as well. I have to say. Oh, thank you. I was going to say it's a it's a rewarding lesson. Anyway. My name's Matt. You guys have been you. This has been the conversation with Orm on the Nevermind Poly podcast. Thank you so much. We will see you next time. Peace. I'm going to do the applaud thing. Hang on. (laughs) There we go. I mean, that's why you buy a soundboard just to do that. Anyway, (laughs) I'm out of here. See you soon.